support for this podcast comes from White Rogers. With over 75 years of expertise in heating and cooling controls, White Rogers is proud to offer a full line of furnace controls, gas valves, cooling and heat pump controls, water heater valves and controls, as well as our leading edge thermostats. For more information, go to climate.emerson.com. Support for this podcast also comes from Learning Alliance. What would it mean to your business to have a $3 million sales producer in your HVAC or roofing business? How about an electrician or plumber who generates $600,000 or more in revenue? Those numbers would change your business. We see them all the time. How? Well, it happens when Success Group International members send their people to Learning Alliance training. Learning Alliance offers high-impact, in-person, and virtual communication and sales training geared towards generating results while turning customers into raving fans. SGI members can learn more about Learning Alliance and its offerings by visiting its new training portal on the SGI internal website, the SGI Hub. Learning Alliance is an exclusive benefit to SGI members. Non-members can learn more by calling 866-344-0789. Hey there, podcast listeners. I just wanted to take a brief moment to wish you and yours a very happy holidays. I cannot thank you enough for taking some time out of your busy week every week to give us a listen. I also wanted to let you know we'll be taking a couple weeks off to focus on our families. But don't you worry, we'll be back with a new episode on Friday, January 8th. Now, on to the show. We were always driven all around the business. It was always work. We moved it out of the house. We, you know... I have a set schedule, you know, so I go in the work. I, I actually come home at a decent hour, yeah. you know, and sometimes earlier. It's, yeah, it's not constant. I don't have customers constantly calling me anymore. They, they know who to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'll always take calls from customers, but, sure. you know, it's, it's not, I don't have to yeah. all the time anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I can forward my phone calls. I, I have people now that will handle things that, their systems are in place. So once that system's in place and, and you implement it and you do those things, makes things, everybody knows what to do. Mm-hmm. They don't have to reach out to you for, for the simple thing. Welcome to the Successful Contractor Podcast, powered by Success Group International, a show for residential contractors about residential contractors. We chronicle business journeys, share insights, and celebrate successes in this wonderful industry. I'm your host, Bob Houchin. I'm excited to bring you a conversation I had with Larry Shoemaker, owner of Deluxe Plumbing and Heating in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Larry has a great story and one I think will resonate with many of you contractors listening. Larry came to SGI looking for answers in late 2016. He had a seemingly strong business that generated $4 million a year, and yet even with that revenue, he wasn't making much of a profit. In fact, As you'll hear, employees were making more than he was, and Larry was working around the clock tirelessly. Something had to change. Fast forward to today. I called Larry last week to discuss something. When he called me back on a work day, mind you, he explained that he'd been hunting with a friend, and that's why he didn't answer. Yes, today, Deluxe Plumbing and Heating makes more revenue, now $5 million a year. But more importantly, it's far more profitable, even in a year where COVID hit the company hard. And Larry has his life back, and he's able to leave his business when he wants, and he knows it's going to function, and function well without him. And he's hugely optimistic for the future. I hope you enjoy my conversation with Larry Shoemaker of Deluxe Plumbing and Heating, and take away a nugget or two. Well, Larry, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it, especially at Expo, like we're at, and there's so much other stuff to be doing, people to be talking to. But uh, could you kind of just share with everyone your name, uh, your company name, and where you're located? Yep. I'm um, Larry Shoemaker, uh, Deluxe Plumbing and Heating. We're out of Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Very good. Very good. And uh, could you kind of share what's, what's your company size? Like, what, what kind of, what's your team look like? What your management team look like? Let's start there. A management team, I have uh, three managers. Mm-hmm. Uh, plumbing service manager, HVAC manager, and a uh, construction manager. Very good, very good. So you're the general manager, you're working day to day in it? Yes. Very good. All right, how about uh, your field team? What do you have, what's, what's the field look like? The field we have on the HVAC side, uh, one install mm-hmm. team, one crew, three service techs, okay. um, one maintenance tech. Okay. On the plumbing service side, we have eight techs running. Okay. We have, um, on the construction side, we have 12 techs, wow. 12 
deep on the construction side right now. How much, uh, how much construction are you still doing? Uh, it's mostly, it's not new stuff. It's okay. uh, the construction that we do is a lot of uh, commercial kind of water heater replacements, mm. um, upfits. We work with a lot of companies that are out of the area. They find a good contractor that they'll, they'll pay our premium to, to do Very what we good. need to do. Very good. And that's why we're talking, because you've had, uh, had some really strong years, and I know you've really bought into the SGI model. Maybe just kind of share with everyone how revenues progressed the last couple of years. Yeah, uh, so yeah, SGI for about four years, uh, net's been coming up uh, each year. You know, even with this year, it's, it's slower than what we want to be. But, uh, I mean, we, without even putting the, the PPP into everything, we will come out, you know, under where we want to be naturally, but you know, it's, we're still in double digit, we'll hit double digits. So. That's beautiful. And what, what, what's that number, the revenue number you're thinking you're going to hit this year? Uh, the revenue, we'll, we, should be, we're, we should be right at to five million, maybe a little over by the time we get to the end of the year. That's great. And where, where, what were you at when you first started with SGI? Uh, when we first started, I was just under four million. Just under four million. So it's just been the margins that have gotten better with each year. The mar yeah, so people-wise, we didn't, we grew a little bit people-wise. Mm -hmm. um, but we really, it was the, the, the margins. That's great. Hey, that's what matters. That's yeah, what you that, put in your pocket, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, let's get in your background a little bit. So how did you get into, into trade? My father did it. Uh, he started the business in 1984. Okay. So, so he was uh, the founder. He was. Okay. You know, he was the founder. Um, I worked for him for years. He had a crew of 14 at one time. Um, in 2003, it was just me and him. Mm -hmm. uh, little issues going on. Uh, I bought it from him in 2003. Okay. Uh, he moved up to New York. Uh, he's running campground right now up there. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and then it, my wife came with me. Um, she was in the field with me for six years. Really? Yep. Okay. Yep. So we were we did a lot of new construction at that time. You know, a couple of hammers were thrown here and there, but <laughs> it, yeah, uh, she, she knows. Yeah, she knows the plumbing side. Right. And then. Um, Got involved with some of the, you know, the PHCC and some of other or, other organizations, and just started getting a little bit more towards service and mm -hmm. looking more at the numbers and, you know, meeting people that really were doing well and yeah. how to do well. And mm -hmm. that, you know, when you're starting out, you really don't know those kind of things. Right. You know. Right. 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 So from 2003, you said you bought the business. Yeah. You just knew that was going to happen, right? That was always your goal, or like it was just assumed you were going to buy it. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, it just kind of happened. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And so from 2003 to when you joined us in 2016, yeah, like four years ago. Talk, what, what what was that progression like? Where you know, how was the business? Were what were the, were there struggles? Were there ups and downs? Good years, bad years. Yeah. What ultimately led you to to you know SGI basically? I knew I needed to do something to, to start making a bottom line. Like we always, we always got through. I never really collected a paycheck. Mm -hmm. You know, you just, you kind of pay your bills on little draws that you're taking. Yeah. Um, that revenue wasn't there. Uh, you know, the, that bottom line net wasn't there. Right. So um, we're basically, you know, we were paying a lot of the people that we were working for us more than what we were right. actually getting paid. Right. So I knew I needed something. Yeah. You know, I need I needed organization. I needed uh, structure. And, you know, we were growing. Yeah. It just, we weren't growing profitably. Right. And you're working too hard not to do that. And so many hours. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm sure both of you were just like, you know, I hear the yeah. story all the time. You're pulling your hair out. You're like, yep. why, what, what, what aren't we doing? I mean, we're certainly not from not working hard enough, right? <laughs> right. for sure. So how did you find SGI? Did we find you or did you seek out us? I, I, was, I was seeking something out, mm -hmm. uh, kind of looking around. Uh, another big organization I, you know, I, I try to get into. I got a rejection letter from them. <laughs> Uh, and that day I got that rejection letter from that other organization, you know, I, I got the, the packet for profit day. Okay. So it just, I'm like, I got to go to this and see what it's about. So you were in. Yeah. I went in, um, sat through that and they went through the whole process, you know, talked about the McDonald's and the thing, you know, you know, the whole process and, yeah. and the procedures and, um, I knew that's that's what I needed. Right, right. So you you, you joined. There was no doubt. No doubt. And then you go to EP. 
Yep. Was that still in Sarasota or Dallas then? That was in Dallas. So it was in Dallas. I yep. probably it was, one of the, the it was earlier one ones. of the first ones, yes. Okay, very good. So talk about that that week. I hear all sorts of uh, interesting things. Maybe communicate yes. your experience. Uh, it was, uh, I went down with my manager. Uh -huh. uh, my wife went down the week after, uh, or the, the EP after. after. Um, but we went back and we just came back with all this stuff. Like, <laughs> it, it's overwhelming because yeah. they give you so many. So we narrowed it down to what, what do we want to do now? Right. Uh, what are the few things that we're going to implement now? How we're going to get the price book in? Right. And I think with everybody else, you, you overthink the price book. Sure. You know, I went about a month, month and a half. I still didn't have the price book done. And then mm -hmm. I was like, just, just get it to me. Right. That's it. Just get it to me. Yeah. You know, and we, we used that price book for four or five months, you know, and, and then got the next one. And Good. then we went up in prices and then we, yeah, then we tweaked it to what, you know. You started figuring it out. You figure it out. Right. You know. Right. So that was the first thing. The price book was the first thing. The price book, yeah. How about the, uh, you know, as the price go, goes up and, and you're charging more, we always talk about there's got to be a value component, right? Yeah. So how about like, it was uniforms and floor savers and I don't know if you do mats or whatever. Was that a new thing for you guys or had you been doing that? Oh, uh, we did the uniforms. Okay. You know, we didn't do the floor savers. Um, we got mats. We didn't, never did the mats before. Right. Uh, the process was the big thing, you know, mm -hmm. how to talk to the customer, how to go through. That was probably the one of the biggest changes to get our people to start presenting to the customer instead of just going in and, you know, knocking that service call out and right. getting on to the next one. It was going through the process, kind of looking at the other things, uh, looking at everything else going on in the house and looking right. at it as a system. And so you guys were used to grinding through service calls. We were. We yeah. were blowing through service calls right. like crazy. I mean, we were proud that we got done <laughs> electric water heater in 20, 25 minutes in and out, you know, paid and out, you know. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I hear it all the time. I understand, man. You, you have to learn the process to be able to communicate it to your team you know, the whole training end of it. So how did you train yourself in those early days to learn how to use a straightforward pricing guide and explain that value? Uh, after EP, went to Service Essentials, uh, went to all the Service Essentials with my people. Great. With them. Yeah. Um, went to Expo right away, talked to people. Right. And just went through it and just, yeah, trained myself on, mm -hmm. on going through the process and then going out and doing it. Right. Right. I know it's an investment in time and money, and I, I know people that push back, go, I don't know if I, but to me, the most, I've been doing this a long time, the most successful members are the ones that jump right into it. You yeah. just got to pull, pull that bandaid off, right? You do. For sure. You do. And we'll, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about training in a minute, but I want to talk about some of the other basics. So we talked about pricing, we talked about value. How like service fees? So were you doing service fees? We weren't. You were not? We weren't. Okay, yep. so talk about that implementation. How that So um, we came back, uh, yeah, we come back from EP. Uh, and then we're, we tell everybody we're going to start this service fee. And yeah. it was like, nobody's going to pay that. <laughs> Nobody, you know, we're right. going to lose so many customers. And, you know, that first couple of weeks, it, it's hard to get over that. But yeah. once, once you get that mindset and why you're doing it and, right. and the whole theory behind it. And, and really, even now, we, we talk about maybe bumping it up. Mm -hmm. um, and we talk about the customers that we're losing that don't want to pay that fee. And, and my, my manager just said to me the other day before I left, he's like, we didn't want that customer anyway. Exactly. Because, they, yeah, they're not going to pay this, the, the fee for us to come out. Right. They're not going to want to pay our other fees. So. Right. What's your call center look like? Who, I forgot to ask you earlier. Who's, who, you have a call, dedicated call taker and dispatcher, or what's that team look like? Yep. So uh, there's four women in the office, okay. my wife being one of them. Okay. Uh, three of them primarily answer the phones. Mm -hmm. um, one runs uh, mostly the HVAC information stuff, mm -hmm. right? So your warranties and all your, you know, warranties, uh, order materials, and just try, kind of track it. But sure. she, she guides that HVAC side. Another one, uh, Alyssa does our plumbing and the HR stuff. Okay. And then we have a dedicated um, uh, uh, CSR that answers the phone. Um, and kind of helps me do all my uh, little oddball stuff. Sure, so. sure. So, so when you were uh, implementing the service fee, how did you get everyone on board with that? I mean, they were like, I don't know. You were yeah. probably like, I don't know. So, yeah. was it like scripting? I mean, did you just start having working, you know, and, and role playing, or how did just you just said, just gotta try it? Yeah, gotta try it. Uh, kind of listened in, sat down, yep. went through it, uh, did a lot of role playing across, you know, how how it was going to be. Physically got the script off the hub. 
of how how to say it mm -hmm. and and started there. It was a little, yeah, it's a little rough to, for, at first. Sure, but you know, you get people and yeah, you start bringing them in and they. Yeah, they'll go right through it mm -hmm. and do well. That's funny. How about like a club membership? Did you guys have some kind of a maintenance plan or club membership program? Nothing. Nothing, nothing at all. When did you launch that? Was that early or was that later? That was early. That right with the book, you know, that all was in the first three months. Right. Okay. And and do you is your club bundled with both trades? Yes. Okay. So it's plumbing and HVAC all in package in one. What does that look like? How many visits does that get someone? Uh, that gets us uh, the visit in the fall and one in the spring mm -hmm. uh, for the heating and, and the, the air conditioning. And then during that, we will send one of the plumbing techs to do the plumbing. Nice. Also. So you set that expectation with the customer yes. so they know. Okay, that's great. Yep. So you have two technicians presenting them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, yep. very good. I like that. I like that. Um, you know, we talked about the technician training. Um, a lot of it's communication, but a lot of it is also you know, doing a safety inspection, right? Yes. So how long did that, I know that always feels like there's a lot of pushback with that. There's uniforms yeah. that always hear it and then the yeah. safety inspection because I just want to go to the problem, fix it right and get out. Right. So did that happen relatively quickly? Yeah, and we still struggle with the text fully completing that. Right. You know, right. that's that's the one thing we're really working on now mm -hmm. that we're following up, we're going through, uh, trying to track that. Um, that's one that we've been doing it and especially when you get busy, that's yeah. the first thing sure. that you really kind of fall off on. And right. it's something that you probably really shouldn't be falling right. off on. Yeah. So that that's actually what we're, that one of the things we're really focusing on mm -hmm. now is going through that, going through it right. But I mean, it's it's just like uh, going through and just making sure that you're not missing those those easy right calls. There's so much there sometimes. There's so much, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. How about options? Are, is, are the guys pretty good on, on presenting three options? That, that's what I believe we're really good at. Mm -hmm. uh, we talk about it all the time. That's one that bring up in just about every meeting that we have is giving those options. We right. make sure they give at least the three options. Yeah. Puts it in the homeowner's control. What it they does. Want to do. It right. really does. Right. You said uh, meetings. What What's your meetings like? Do you like do, you do daily huddles? I know that's something we well, talk about. Daily huddles all the time. In yeah. the parking lot, you know, right. whether they're in the office with all the teams, always a huddle going mm -hmm. on somewhere. Mm -hmm. Whether it's a, a scripted huddle or, you know, just getting them where you're going you know, kind of thing. Uh, Tuesdays, we have a, uh, and pre-COVID, we had a lot more. Right. So uh, sure. we're getting them back together. Uh, we started again really strong in July with the meetings. Mm -hmm. um, Mondays, we do our safety meetings. Um, they're one, those are once a month. And then we bring the sales in uh, every other week. So okay. there's only one Monday that, that month that we don't have something. Right. Tuesday, all the service texts are together. Uh, we talk about the KPIs, what's going on. We do an LA Live training. Uh, we'll run stuff like that. Wednesday is usually company-wide. Yeah. Um, that happens every other week. It used to be every week, but it's every other week. And then Thursday is a, a actual training okay. you know, the, on, the, on the hard skills and the, the actual technical training. Very good. And what do you decide, like when you're doing some of the soft skill stuff, what, how do you yeah. decide what you're going to talk about? Is it just based upon where guy, you know, where, where the needs are or yeah. do you have something scripted out for over a month or so or how do you, how do you manage it? Yeah, we just started doing the LA Live again. So we kind of started at the beginning. Yeah. But we'll always put in something that just came up. Just came up. You know, right. especially if something just came up, you know, and technical it's easy because you can, you know, that's one of the best times to bring that up. <laughs> But if something comes up or we have an issue somewhere or there was a customer complaint or, you know, how can we avoid that? What's going on? You know, that that's usually the time we right. do that. Right, right, right. Very good. Did, was, um, I'm kind of hopping around a little bit with some of the early stuff, some of the basic financing. Was that something you guys had in place using that no. as a tool? No. Is that something you use, utilize now? We do. Uh -huh. Who, who do, do you use for is your, your finance? Uh, Synchrony, mm -hmm. Wells Fargo, and uh, PowerPay are the okay. three that we use. Okay, very good. And, and, and was it, again, talking to people about financing? Is it presenting it as a monthly price? You do that when you give the options? Or yeah, it's built into our dispatch software. The Perfect. monthly price is right there. Yeah. Uh, we find that if it's under, like if it's $1,500 or less, most people will, will use their credit card. Sure. 
before financing. Mm -hmm. But above that, that's when we have success with it. Right, right, right. Now, obviously, you're an HVAC, so you're selling systems. You know, yeah. that's financing is huge with, with oh, yeah, that. Oh, yeah, huge, yeah. How much are you, do you financing, you think, with new systems? Is oh, yeah, a lot. A lot. Majority of them are financed. Do you, does that win you business? Do you oh, feel yeah. Like? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, you definitely need that. It's funny how many, but there, I know lots of contractors still don't do it. There, but um, Now, who's your who's selling systems? Is it your technicians? Do you have a dedicated sales yep. team? So I have, a, yeah, it's a service tech. Oh, it's a service tech yep. you're doing. Okay. Yep. Very good. And and then you just you said you sit down with him to talk what role play or yep. how? There's two of them. Um, yeah, we just talk, sit down, talk what's your challenges, what's going on. How can we do better? Mm -hmm. uh, send them to the selling service, you know, the comfort advisors and the selling tech classes. Mm -hmm. uh, and try to get them over that hump. Right. Do, do you guys use the airtime sales selling system, or do you have something of your own that you use? It's it's kind similar to that. Uh, we use Sales Builder Pro. It's a program. Uh, it's Mitsubishi, Mitsubishi driven. Uh huh. Uh, so everything's on there. It's great to show videos with about the product right. and about the company. You can put your own things in there. It, it works well. Sure, sure. So uh, you've been growing, you know, yep. and, and, and just in general, there's there's turnover in business, I'm sure. The big thing we always are talking about, at least just you guys, people. How do you find people? How do you keep people? How, yep. how, do, you, how do you guys find people? Quality technicians, people answering the phones. Yep. What's, what's your recruiting process look like? So... Most of the people um, lately, the last couple of years, we really haven't gone out and found, looked, searched. Like we, we have ongoing ads and we sure. always recruit, right? Yeah. But we haven't gone out and really, really tried to push to get people that are skilled. Yeah. Um, we find a lot of baggage. We find a lot of things going on. Sure. Right? So we're at the size that I feel that uh, we use uh, the, our local schools. Okay. So we'll Great. get students in as as early as coming out of their freshman year that are going to the tech schools or yeah. local schools. Um, we'll get them, do a summer internship with them. That's great. They'll go to do another summer internship their junior year. They'll start co-op. Yeah. Uh, and then in their senior year, they'll go through co-op. So by the time they go through that program, they have, I don't know, Three or four thousand hours with us. Yeah, you know that, and you that, know what kind of person they are. You know the person. It, they've lasted that long. Right. I, they have the right mindset. Mm -hmm. They want to learn. And coming out of school, you could. We we've been putting them in the truck six, three, six months out of school because right. of the amount of time they're with us. They, sure. The the training is just. They catch on. You have good people, smart kids. I was going to say, you know, so, so there's a lot of good kids that are through. Because sometimes awesome you hear kids. they go to school and they drop out because they're not committed. But it sounds yeah. like this is a good school. Then. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, we work, I work closely with three tech schools in the area. Really? Right now is a very, very rare opportunity with what's going on. A yeah. lot of these schools are going to be online. They have oh, wow. a virtual and an online, right? Yeah. So if they go full virtual yeah. classroom, that means that that class can get done anytime. Uh, on, uh, virtual or online is usually like if you have a math class at nine o'clock, right. you got to be at online on that math class yeah. at nine o'clock, right? Yeah. So if they go total virtual, you can actually have that student for all four or five days of the week. Oh wow! Full time. Yeah. So now we have right now we have three students like that, uh, full time, pretty wow. much. Uh, one's a junior, uh, two are seniors. Yeah. So they're. Pretty much full time and they're working for you. You know, you're not worried about unemployment if they're leaving because right. they're not going to collect. Right. We're still at home. Uh, lower pay the scale. Yeah. Uh, but you're 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 training them for you know what what to expect when they get out of high school and they yeah. it, they really work out well. So are they riding along with your text and just are oh, they yeah. actually running calls? Them they can't can they they're, run them calls themselves? Uh, not yet. I was going to say not I, at I that know point. every state's different no. with licensing no. and stuff. No, so, not at that. So point. they're just sitting there. They're watching your text. They're yep. they're just soaking it all in. They're soaking it in. They're they're right next to them. Yeah. We have a huge board. It's like fourteen foot long. Has all the tasks on there, and then we have a, a ranking system. So we know what tech can what uh, apprentice can do what. Oh, that's great. So if the it's manage, all on board. It, it's what? It's all on a board, you said? Yeah, it's all on a huge board. Okay. So uh, we have it numbered from uh, one to five. That's a good nugget. So okay. uh, one is if they've seen it. Yeah. Right? Uh, two is if they helped somebody with it. Right. Uh, three, 
they did it. Yeah. A four, you know, they did it with some help. A four, they're pretty confident in doing it. A five, we could send them out to a truck. That's great. So where did that, where did that come from? It's just, I, I don't know. It's just something that we, we got put with. together. I saw a couple little things on, yeah. you know, um, they were talking about it at one of the expos. And I think I'm James like, Whistler was, did, did something did like something, that. Yeah. That's why I was like, I didn't know if you got it from Expo. Yeah, yeah, so I saw that. I'm like, that's a really neat idea. Like, I'm going to expand on this a yeah. little bit. We put it up there. Every meeting, we talk about it. They get to change. The, the, the apprentice changes their own numbers. And while, Every meeting it happens. During that meeting, So they're yep. they get that little pride too, right? They it do. builds them up to keep pushing to, to do new things. They do. They so, do. And, and then the, your dispatcher's probably watching what calls so they get exposed to everything. That's too. right. You right. know, so if 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 it's a real hard call that that tech's going out mm -hmm. on, they might need somebody that know, that's been out on those calls already, sure. right? If it's something that's a little bit easier or it's something that we really want to get somebody else exposed to, we get those out we get those apprentices out. I like that a lot. How many apprentices have graduated uh, to become full full-time techs for you? 12. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, we had last summer, not this one, but last summer we had 11 interns over the summer. Holy cow. We pack every truck with an intern. That's incredible. Yeah. I mean, talk about a farm system. Yeah. Support for this podcast comes from Minuteman Press De Pair. Minuteman Press De Pair is a complete marketing service provider offering professional design services, complete mail services, variable data printing and digital publishing, as well as traditional offset and on-demand digital printing. Our professional staff is happy to help manage your project from design through production and on-time delivery. We've worked directly with SGI since 2001 and specialize in marketing your business. For more information, go to depair-minutemanpress.net. Welcome back to the show. In the first half of my discussion with Larry Shoemaker of Deluxe Plumbing and Heating, we talked about the changes Larry made to his service division as a new member of SGI. When we left, Larry was providing some great insight into how he's found a steady supply of young, energetic technicians thanks to his internship program. In the second half of our conversation, Larry and I will talk further about that internship program, namely, how does he choose interns and how has it affected Deluxe's company culture? We also talk about some of the things Larry does to help his team members in their personal life. We talk about how he's become a student of his numbers in his business, and we talk about his outlook for the future and so much more. Let's jump back into that conversation. There's some people are going to listen to this, watching this, whatever, that are going to go, holy cow, how do I, how do I foster that relationship with a technical school? So how did you yeah. get that rolling where you became one of their go, I'm assuming they're go, one of their go-to companies. I don't right. know how many other ones are, are taking advantage of this, but how, yeah. how did you do that? So um, I'm part of the PHCC. Uh, we're, we're in there doing uh, uh, schooling at night mm -hmm. for them. Uh, I got to know that teacher from, you know, he was a plumber in the field. He, he got that, that he's been there for like a 12 years now running yeah. that program. So I knew him. Then I reached out to uh, Bethlehem Votech and the other Votech that's right there. Mm -hmm. uh, got on the OAC boards, which is uh, Occupational Advisory Council. Mm -hmm. You sit on those boards, you show your support, and then they, they'll start ringing your phone. Okay. I'll be darned. So do you, I mean, you, you don't accept every young person oh no so uh, what's that process look like then? so we do job shadows first okay so a job shadow is uh anywhere from a one to a three-day trial where they those students come out doesn't cost you anything you just sign off with the school you need background checks and things like that sure uh, that student will come out and we have an evaluation sheet that our tech rolls with nice you know and it, it's everywhere from did they show up early did they ask questions did they and a whole it's not technical it's yeah it's all about you know drive drive yeah right and what their attitudes like and sure and, and what their thoughts are that's exciting so after that three days you're like either thumbs up thumbs down yeah. so they know us you know yeah. all the students in those classes know us and you know going through that they know that every you know two or three positions that we have, there might be, you know, eight, 10, 12 students trying mm -hmm. to get those positions. So they're on their best behavior. They are, <laughs> they are, they are. So they sit in then in all the trainings, they go do yep. all the ride-alongs. Yep. That's fantastic, that's really nice. So have you even had to hire many, you know, plumbers or HVAC techs no. outside of that? No. It's just we, we hired one HVAC, or two HVAC techs that were 
skill. That, that's the one side that we're a little bit lacking on. Yeah. But we're at that point now that's we're just starting that program. I was going to say, side. I feel like you haven't had to do a whole lot of recruiting at that point. No, no. You. Wow. Yeah, we always have, every year we have two or three that we're ready to, to get right in. That's fantastic. That's great. That's great. Um, you talked about meetings. You went through your meeting schedule. Yeah. You do the huddles. Huddles are great for, for culture, I always feel like, too, right? Because yeah. everyone's seeing each other, you know, and the more you see someone, the more you kind of like, you hopefully yeah. you like them, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The right kind yeah. of people you bring aboard. That's right. Is there any other fun stuff or things that you do to kind of foster culture and, and try and, you know, make it a fun place? You know, it's work, but it's work. Know, but something that people enjoy coming to, right? Yeah. Is there anything you, you guys have done unique? Yeah, you know, we do the trips and, you know, we've tried to do a fishing trip that got canceled, yeah. you know, two weeks ago, right. you know, because of weather. But, uh, you know, the trainings we try to do a little bit different. We yeah. play games, mm -hmm. you know, they, you know, I, I've just been using Kahoot a lot, you know, uh -huh. lately, you know, they group up and do that. Uh, we're out in the parking lot. We have, um, I get goofy on how we wrap our extension cords and things like that. Okay. So we'll, <laughs> we'll play a game out in the parking lot, a time game, and the, the, the senior ones will have, the senior techs will have apprentice and they got to, yeah, do That's things fun. together. Or yeah. we'll do... Uh, That's good because it's together with the old together. guy. The young guy, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, or we'll, we'll go over code or something like that mm -hmm. and they'll be out in the parking lot. I did a big circle in the parking lot and You're everybody right. had the dry erase boards. Okay. So we had a box in the middle. So you had a little team and I'd rattle off the questions, right? Yeah. And, you know, they were supposed to pair up, you know, a plumbing, HVAC, you know, as oh, different yeah. infinities. And I asked these coach, these questions, they write it on. And at the very bottom of the box, the, the, the one that was down there, you know, we'd pick and see if that had right, they'd get a point. So oh, that's like kind of play a game like that. So yeah. they got to run around in the parking lot and have a good time. Right. So. Oh, that's neat. But yeah. we have great people. I mean, recruiting, the, the the young students like that they I mean they're fun yeah they are they're they're fun you get that great that attitude and a lot of other issues go away sure for sure for sure um, you guys do the training you invest in that you know you're, you've got young people that, that are that the right attitude uh, a lot about we we've talked about in the last few expos now we're at expo uh, is performance management how to talk yeah. to people about goals and how to talk what one-on-one -on -one type situations hey, here how can we improve you know how can we help you improve do you do stuff like that with your yeah. with your with your people uh quarterly we are bringing in we had people looking at houses mm -hmm. so uh, um, a couple of our techs were looking at buying houses i brought somebody in to talk about mortgages how to get to mortgages how to that's great. how to uh kind of get prepare and yeah. what to look for um, when you're looking at a house, we bring them in for retirement, you know, Do how you to really? spend your retirement, That's how great. to, uh, we had another one, how to build, how to get and build credit. So they're all, there's nothing about work. It's all about yeah. their own personal finances or personal mm -hmm. stuff at home. So, so, I mean, they see you're investing in them. So yep. I mean, that just makes it even better. You know, they, they love what they're, they're working even more because yeah. of it. Um, but on, on terms of performance for with them, on, on the, you know, do you, you, do you talk about, hey, you know, we, your service ticket is here, we want to try and get you here, or is it, or do you not even try and push it that hard? You just talk about the process and then see where the numbers are? Yeah, we, we talk about the numbers and see where the numbers are. Right. Um, we got a scoreboard, up. I'm sure, right? Yeah. So there's the implied pressure with that a little there, bit. There is, yeah. there is, but yeah. they work and, you know, we tell them when they do a great job, yeah. you know, what they did well, you know, mm -hmm. try to try to point them out. Yeah, that's good. That's very good. Uh, haven't talked too much marketing, but your business yeah. is growing and, and you know, you got to find the leads. So yeah. how much, uh, how much of your business is new business versus like referrals or return business? Um, I would say a good portion of it is, I'd say at least half our business is, you know, return, return yeah. referral. Mm -hmm. uh, the other half, you know, online, mm -hmm. you know, we, we do the LSAs and the pay-per-clicks just sure. like everybody else. Sure. Uh, our web guy, I, I feel is doing pr pretty good. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, last, we average of somewhere around the 327 calls a month okay. that we get just from the website that aren't pay-per-click or aren't paid. Yeah. So I feel that's, you know, and our turnover ratio with those is about 75 to 80%. Okay. So it works good. really well. Yeah. 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 Very good. Do you do anything to target your? I mean, because they're fifty percent of your your uh, your data or your your calls, your your ex 
previous customers? Do you do anything to target them? I mean, you've got the club membership. Yep. Do you dial out? Do you send any mailers? Do you yeah. So we always try to call out. Mm -hmm. uh, so anytime we see that schedule later on in the week being a little bit slower, try to do those outbound calls. Right. Um, maintenance customers, we really try to, to get on those. Mm -hmm. uh, we do email blasts out to them. Sure. On, uh, I'm not huge on constant, yeah. but we try to get newsletters together. You know, something that is uh, not really driven for, uh, you know, we always put something fun, you know, whether right. it's, it's not sales driven, it's, it's not sales it's driven. Bra right, it's really exactly. branding. It's getting increase your likability. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's fun. That's fun. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you said, do you got to keep an eye on that call board? If it's not looking like you got some stuff later yeah. on, it, it's, it's time to get into motion. Yeah. And what are they, what are we calling out on? Like if I'm, if I'm not a club club member, but I've called you out before, you just offer me a discounted tune up. Are you yep. offering, like you're looking at my past uh, service tickets, my plumbing and saying, hey, yep. you did this. I mean, just, is that what you guys are doing? Yep, just started doing that, you know, kind of tracking what, what they had in the past. Right. Um, and trying to get them back for, right. for something else. Yeah, okay. that we did recommendations for. Or, yeah. Do we discount it or you just say, hey, would you like to do it today? Yeah, we usually don't discount it. Yeah, yeah perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. We haven't, I mean, we're, we're busy, so we really haven't had, yeah, it, it, we it's, don't it's hit been that, busy. yeah, it's been crazy. Right. So it's, yeah, let's get. Um, we talked, you know, numbers a little bit, you, I heard you drop KPI, so I got, I, I'd be remiss not to bring it up. How long did it take you to learn, you know, do you use a deemer, a DM, you know, the yep, daily management? Yep. How long did it take you to get that in place and start monitoring yep. it against KPIs and all that stuff that no one really likes the to talk about? The daily one's it's so tough. good, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, the daily one's tough. So we always tracked it, you know, but daily's tough. Yeah. Daily's tough. Uh, to watch that, we, we're doing it now. Yeah. Um, I look at it more at, at a weekly to see how the week okay. is. Uh, daily for me is tough because they're pushing to the next day. They don't close the calls. It's hard to get that accurate number. Right. You know, it's it's just because of our system, right? Sure. So we got to get better on our system. Yeah. That's one of the things on our our to do, to do list, list, right? But you still have a weekly pulse on your company. Oh, without, I mean, you're still using the tool. Maybe not exactly as oh, yeah. intended. But it, and talk to people how much that has helped you cha make changes in your business because oh. of what it, it shows you. Yeah, it, it shows you exactly where the techs are and what what tech you need to get out to what calls. Yeah, who needs work? Uh, how do you talk about that work? You know, mm -hmm. and who you need to replace? Really, right. I mean, if if you can't get that those numbers to where it is, and some some techs it's just you know some techs just have a spot for. Just getting out and getting that job done, and yeah. you know, you know. Sometimes you just need those techs, right? You they're know, just, they're, so. they're solid. They're, they're solid. They're, they're your you BC know, players, right? Yeah, yeah. They're covering know, the calls that you need to get covered. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, what is that conversation? So you notice it's like, say, I, I'm not. Ha I've had a rough week or two. Yeah, and you can know, and you know it. Yeah. What's that? What's that? What do you do with me? What's that conversation? As so you pull pull me aside and let's yeah. have a. What's that? What's that sound like? Uh, I pull them aside. You know, they know. Where their numbers are, yeah. because we usually have that talk. Um, you know, just just think about who. You know, last week I had that. You know, talk and sure. I, I looked at the calls that he was running that day, and it was a couple drain clean calls. And I'm like, well, you know, this is, you know, you're going out to these today. You know, let's look at these numbers. Can you get you know sell the camera on this or you know add some drain cleaning or yeah. the bio you know add some bio one to that. Mm -hmm. Uh, the jetter, this is a good call to, to get the jetter out on, mm -hmm. you know, it's kitchen sink. You're going to, you know, open it up. It would be great to get the jetter down there, clean that grease off of there, right. talk to the customer about doing that. So it's kind of you reminding know, them of, it is, of the different steps. It is trying to, you know, without, Yelling. you know, I bring them <laughs> in the office and oh, it's always a different, you know, I, you know, I've been trying lately to go out have that conversation at the back of the truck. Okay. You know. So it's less intimidating. It is. Yeah. I'm trying, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you have a couple of those and then it might be time to bring them into the office. I was going right? to say, okay, so that's what so. the process. You have a couple truck talks and if that's not it, it's time to come in. I mean, what, how long will you, will you give someone before it's like, okay. I mean, it's the, no one likes talking about this part of the business, right. but that is 
the business. You paid for those leads. You don't, yeah. you know, so when's enough enough? Is it the attitude that you're oh, it's responding? Def- yeah. It's definitely the attitude. Yeah. It's when you see that attitude not changing. Yeah. And usually once you have a couple of those talks, that attitude normally, if they're not, they're not bought into you. Right. That attitude drops pretty quick and that right. they won't be a long-term sure. solution. Sure. And probably everyone understands that too. They probably yeah. can see it too. Everyone sees the number. Oh, everybody. So there's no shock. Right. No, yeah, no, no. Yeah. That's the benefit of the scoreboard too. That right? is. Yeah. And they see it. Well, he's not working on it then. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Um, how much, you know, Pennsylvania, it was really with the whole COVID thing that long ago. You guys were fairly shut down, weren't you? I we mean, were. thankfully you're in a, you were an essential service. So yeah. did, how, how were, how were, how was call volume affected initially? It, it dropped drastically. Yeah. Right. You know, we were running, I don't know, 25 calls a day, went down to, one really? three calls yeah wow. yeah so yeah drastic yeah it was drastic and it was for the first couple of weeks okay uh yeah, no, no one knew what was going no on. nobody knew what was going on construction totally stopped oh, right. for seven weeks oh my gosh you know yeah. so that was tough those guys sat at home you know we paid them um good for you it, it yeah it was tough yeah you know it those were the hardest because they're calling me they want to come back in. right you right. know they they're young, you know, all our guys, you know, I'm the old guy in there, you know, and I'm, I'm not that old. You right, know? right, so, right, right. Um, yeah, I, they, they wanted to work, they're mm-hmm. hungry, mm-hmm. you know, so uh, they got their paychecks, they, you know, the first couple of weeks that, you know, they all tried to collect, and Pennsylvania was such a mess, I mean, that's, uh, yeah. they, they didn't get their numbers, some of them still don't have their numbers for, right. for collecting it. It was, it's brutal. Yeah. It no, brutal. I knew, I talked to other Pennsylvania members and they're like, this is ridiculous. It is. It's yeah. totally, yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. <laughs> it's a whole other conversation. Totally. Yeah. Our office is like, yeah, you put us in another state. It, yeah. The way we act in that office. So, <laughs> uh, how have things, when, when have things started getting back to more normalish? Did it take, take very it long? It took a little while. Um, yeah. and then people were sitting at home and like, oh my God, I got all these problems I need to fix. Yeah. You yeah. know, uh, middle of May, it started okay. really coming back. Uh, June service was pretty much right back to normal close to normal good that's you know good. a little you know you had that small portion of those customers that were really kind of on edge right you know right so yeah that's a, I'm, I'm glad you kind of mentioned that did you uh how did service change how did you did, did masks gloves or what did you guys uh, mask, try to do oh mask gloves i you know you couldn't get sanitary anywhere right. so, uh sanitizer so yeah. You know, we had bottles of uh chlorine water mix that okay. we were yeah. disinfecting with um, that was the best thing I could do at the time. Sure. So everybody had those bottles. So everybody smelled like chlorine, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, swimming pools. Coming sco- yeah. Right? right. Yeah. So, uh, it, and that was, you know, our dispatch software came out with a non-contact thing. So it okay. could go right to, you know, they could pay the invoice right from their phone. That's nice. That was, yeah. So that, that was a perfect, perfect timing. You right. know, they pushed that through to get that because of, because of that. Um, are you still we, offering that? Yeah, we still okay. do that. And do that's you get all, a percentage of customers that still prefer to do. Oh that? yeah, and especially with our commercial customers. Okay. So if we're doing commercial uh, service work, right, that customer might be in another state. We send it right to them. They can pay that. In, they can pay that right mm-hmm. from there. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter where they're at. How do you communicate though? Like you know, especially on the residential side. Yep. Uh, the inspection or, or, or the options. It Is it just on a phone, the phone call? It's just all on their, their it, phone. It phone. comes on their device. They have the options. They can scroll down. They approve the one that they want to go on. Okay. They can get the, the whole form with the valuations with the pictures and the... Okay. Well, the tech can can the tech talk to them while yep. or is it it's it's yep. okay that's nice okay perfect so uh, that that didn't slow things down too much you just no. maybe had to really no. talk about how to really use it and hey we got to really focus on on that part of the business yep. it's, it's it's a little different now yeah so very good very good well kind of in wrapping up where where do you see the company in the next six months to a couple years five years down the line six months. Uh, yeah, process is a little bit better six months down the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, doing the evaluations better. Okay. Uh, tracking better. Yeah. Um, adding a couple more, you know, at least in one, maybe two more techs mm-hmm. on each side. Um, every year, I like to add at least two to three more trucks. Okay. You know, five years down the road, uh, bring that management crew up from three to have enough people in the field to support a general manager and, right. and maybe two more managers in Very the office. Very good. 
How often do you talk to your, with your management team? Is it just not oh, daily? Because you're right morning. there, you're shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, right? we ha we have it like a six o'clock powwow every morning. Mm -hmm. So it's uh, yeah, what's going on that day? What's what's happening? You know, just just like a huddle. Yeah. You know, and then once a week formally we sit down uh, and have a meeting outside the office. Mm -hmm. Oh, outside the office. Yeah, we go for lunch. So uh, really? every okay. Monday we we'll go for lunch. Sit around. They give us a big table. Uh, sit around and kind of go through uh, numbers. What's going on? Okay. Any kind of issues or anything like that? Right. Uh, what's you know what my expectations are for the week? Yeah. So you're able to keep a great pulse. Everyone's on the yep. same wavelength. There's no miscommunication. Yeah. That's great. How long have you been doing that? Is that just been something that you? Uh, that's af an after COVID thing. Is that right? Yep. So you're like this is we need to spend. You felt like we really need to keep this under control. Yeah. Because you didn't know, yeah. right? It was just kind of uncertain. Yeah. Interesting. Well, at least maybe something good came out of it. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, yeah. And we, we wanted to support the local restaurants. Oh, that's you know, Oh, so, there you go. You didn't even think about that. Yeah. So we, we did a whole Facebook thing where, um, you know, we had a drawing. So they downloaded a drawing mm -hmm. and they can upload it. And whoever got links and like got the most likes. Uh, we gave a $150 gift certificate for a restaurant and a... Uh, $75 gift certificate for a beauty salon. So, oh, that's nice. Because the governor kind of shut them down. Or right. Support. And it had to be local. It right. couldn't be a chain. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So That's neat. Yeah. That's really neat. How much more enjoyable is uh, running the business and being in the business today versus, you know, five, six years ago? Five, six years ago, I was out in the field all the time. Yeah. Um, that's a toy. I'm so glad I'm out of the field. Yeah. Uh, well, I shouldn't say I love being in the field. I really do. Right. Uh, I love being out there. I love working with mm -hmm. our techs. Yeah. You know, if I could do that full time, train there, I would, that's you what would I would do. do. When did you pull yourself out? How long ago? Uh, about five years ago. About okay. a year before SGI. Okay. Kinda, so you knew right then I needed to get out of. I there. knew for a long time. Yeah. 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 So, but you're, but obviously business, you're, I'm assuming it's, you're much happier with where it is today. Yes. Yeah. You know, you can see it's the tra trajectory and the margins are better. And yeah. And I'm not the one all the time. Right. Now. So that, that was the, like the biggest thing, right. you know, it was always me. If I wasn't there, things would fall off. And mm -hmm. I, we're at the point now that sometimes they tell me to leave <laughs> you know so that's great though right yeah. you're not you're not one of the ones here you know married to your phone you're able to right. enjoy the conference and talking yep. to people and, and get stuff out you're not like you know taking calls no. from texts all day long right and that's a couple cool. years ago i couldn't say that so right yeah what, what was the breaking point did you say i'm not doing it anymore or you what? just had enough infrastructure built up around you with your management team or? yeah that was my Joining SGI, that was one of my goals, is to, to have that infrastructure that I didn't have to be there right. all the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know. And you got it two years ago. Yeah. And here you are. That's yeah. great. What would you say, if I'm someone brand new with SGI, yeah. how, how has SGI affected your business and then ultimately your life? Um, Business-wise, uh, it gives you systems. It gives you support. It gives you somebody else to talk to that's gone through it. Right. Uh, the relationships here are awesome. Mm -hmm. um, everybody is here willing to help so business wise it, it just gives you the structure mm -hmm. you know that people already went through already you know you hear from all, all these companies that are growing all this, the growing pains and everything if you can limit or not do some of those things that that's huge mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know those mistakes are costly so if, if you can avoid mistakes that that's huge right and, well, and, and probably for yourself I mean you you said earlier when we were talking in the interview you're you know there's a few things maybe thrown at each other your wife in those early days oh yeah those frustrations probably aren't there anymore right I mean it's no. there's probably there's frustrations with business no. but you're a whole lot happier because you're not working 90 hours and yeah. your, your employees aren't making more than you are anymore right so maybe you can talk about that and how that your personal life yeah. has been affected yeah you know so we were always driven all around the business. It was always work. We moved it out of the house. We, you know, I have a set schedule, you yeah. know, so I go in the work. I, I actually come home at a decent hour, yeah. you know, and sometimes earlier. It's, yeah, it's not constant. I don't have customers constantly calling me anymore. They, right. they know who to go to. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'll always take calls from customers, but, sure. you know, it's, it's not, I don't have to yeah. all the time anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, I can forward my phone calls. I, I have people now that 
will handle things that their systems are in place. So once that system's in place and, and you implement it and you do those things, makes things, everybody knows what to do. Mm. They don't have to reach out to you for, for the simple things. That's so nice. Yeah. It, maybe talk, what's it like to come to these events? I mean, how, oh, how neat is it for, for, for you guys? I need it. So, you know, are the customers these days, uh, the techs, all, all, the, all the stuff that goes on, right? Mm -hmm. After the year, kind of, it can burn you out, sure. right? So I like I come to these events because it gets me driven. I already got things on my on my to do list to go when I get back. Mm -hmm. So these get me driven, refocused. Talk mm -hmm. to awesome people. The people right. here are awesome. Right. Um, the contractors, the SGI staff. You know, it it's you know it gets you going yeah. and it keeps you in the game. Mm -hmm. It's a long week, but it's a fun week. And it it's is. A week. It is a long. <laughs> it's a long week. It yeah. is, and it's travel, and it's it's away yeah. from the family. But it's it, it it you get so much out of it. Yeah, that's great. You know, that's you can't you just can't get that anywhere else. Mm -hmm. Awesome, Larry. Thank you so much for yeah. putting up with those last few questions. That's all right. Thank you so much for all your time. I really, I love, I love hearing these stories. That's Larry Shoemaker, owner of Deluxe Plumbing and Heating in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Thanks for listening to the show. If you feel like you have a great story worth sharing that would also help other contractors, email me at bhouchin at yoursgi.com. Also, if you enjoyed today's episode, please give us a rating. And remember, friends give fives. You've been listening to the Successful Contractor Podcast, powered by Success Group International. Support for this podcast comes from Professional Plumbing Group. How many hours in a day do your plumbers waste because you don't have the right part for the job? This problem leads to additional issues and reduced productivity, poor customer satisfaction, and increases your cost per job. Professional Plumbing Group, or PPG, can help you solve all those issues and more. We have everything you need to help your business grow and become more profitable by allowing you to focus on plumbing, not inventory management. Go to AuthorizedPlumberProgram.com for more information. The Successful Contractor Podcast is a part of the Success Group International family. SGI is the largest member-owned best practices organization for independent residential services contractors. SGI provides its members a competitive edge through proven proprietary management tools and expertise, marketing programs, training, and group buying power, along with a highly active and eager-to-help membership. For more information about Success Group International, visit www yoursgi.com. The Successful Contractor Podcast is a production of the Aquila Investment Group, LLC, All Rights Reserved, 2020.